Welcome everybody to episode one of the Flat Cappers podcast. Two guys from Yorkshire in England talking about anything that we really want to talk about. And in today's episode, we went to the park. So Cav, it was the first time in this park this afternoon. How did we end up there and what do you think? Well, um, I wasn't prepared for going there in the first place. I was in... Um some shoes that were like slippers, very flat, not, not ideal for walking in, um, rather muddy. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I was uh, very surprised. Um, I believe it's, is it one of the biggest parks in Europe? I believe it's the largest municipal park in Europe. Yeah. Did you notice anything strange though when you were walking around that park, you know, during lockdown? I actually noticed that the, uh, the geese or the birds or them things that float in the water didn't have any face masks on and they were not adhering to social distancing. Well, that's strange is that because I noticed that um, there were a lot of people in the park, a lot of people in the park and the majority, and I mean a large majority of those people were not social distancing. They were also not wearing masks. Did you notice that, Simon? I can't say that. I noticed that around 99.1% of the people in that park that we counted, which I believe was somewhere around 100 or something like that, when we were sitting in the park, I hope they didn't notice us sitting in the park, car park, watching them out the window. But the majority of that 99.1%, which is correct, about kind of were not wearing a face mask or unless social distancing has come down to 0.1 metres, they were not social distancing either in these very difficult and turbulent times of the deadly virus. What do you think about the deadly virus then, uh, Cav? Um, the deadly virus, you mean the flu? No, I think it's called the COVID deadly virus that's filling up, currently filling up all our hospitals in England. However, I do believe it's got like visiting times and it only comes at certain parts of the day and it leaves at certain parts of the day and it only goes into certain places and doesn't go into other certain places. Um, all allegedly, of course, because I have no clue. But because you are Cav the conspiracy theorist, I think you have a much broader view on this. Well, yeah, I mean, for instance, we went down to um, a local testing centre today and um, we noticed that, um, well, we sat there for, what, 10 minutes? Um, yeah, just, just whiling away the hours and um, we spotted two people. Um, we're not even sure that they actually went in, but we that's the only two people. Oh, we saw a security guard as well. Um, a security guard um, in a testing centre where no people go to. Um, well, you know, is, if that's a conspiracy theorist, then uh, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Was it not that our eyes were, were really blurry or we didn't have our glasses on and there were actually hundreds of people going to a testing centre just outside one of the largest cities in the United Kingdom and... Yes, I can confirm that it's factually true that we saw two people enter. Interestingly, we never saw them leave, did we? So I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe maybe they were detained. Maybe they proved positive because well, doesn't this test you know um, test positive with ninety nine point nine percent of the people that it tests? I'm, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm just that's just. Something that's coming out of my head. What if they are cloning people when they go in so that when they leave they become 20 people and then it becomes 20 positive tests that are not actually positive 
and that the tests are not actually proven to be correct and don't really work. Uh, of course, I've only heard this from other conspiracy theorists. Me, myself, Simon, I'm not really a conspiracy theorist. I prefer to see it with my own eyes. And I'm sure that today, while we're at this um, extremely busy COVID testing centre that I have previously been to uh, a couple of weeks before, and I saw nobody enter and leave, and today we saw two people enter and leave. So I can see why the media might report this as overflowing and difficult times and deadly because if that test center is anything like any of the other test centers around the country then that will be interesting and then and then obviously if we add on the uh, the numbers of people that we saw in the park today where we only saw i believe four out of around 200 people that we counted or i counted that had a face mask on then what's going to happen when tomorrow when actually me in west yorkshire i'm in tier three you in North Yorkshire, which is absolutely miles up the road, uh, about what, 26, 27 miles, you are going into tier two. Well, we're on the boundary with North Yorkshire, uh, West Yorkshire, sorry. We're in the boundary of West Yorkshire. And obviously, you know, um, my concern is, you know, with this deadly virus that's about, is that... That's deadly virus. Uh, that people are actually going to come over, come over the county lines, if you like, and... Um, you know, and, and you know, not to be selling drugs, but to be to be coming to our pubs and restaurants, and therefore spreading this deadly virus. Deadly virus. The the, the thing is, um, are you not going to be stood on the county lines, Because I know you want to protect your tier two area of these of the deadly virus coming to your not so deadly virus area. Because I believe that when the virus gets to the border, it, it stops and it says there's a border here, so I better not go because that tier two. When I go into the tier two, I have to be not as difficult a virus kind of thing. I hear that you are going to stand on the border with your shotguns. Oh, oh, hold on a minute. Oh, that's right, isn't it? You don't have your shotguns anymore, so you can't do that. So maybe you'll have to hit them with a cardboard box. Well, it's funny because I don't have a cardboard box either. But um, yeah, well, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a story behind the shotguns. But obviously, this is a time to uh, discussing uh, shotguns because we're talking about a, a deadly virus here. Deadly virus. Yeah, and you know a virus that you know goes into pubs at ten o'clock when we come out. It um, it knows when you're sat having a meal, um, a substantial meal. It um, yeah, it can fly over around. Well, it can fly over the top of plastic screens around plastic. Well, it can't. Sorry, it can't fly over the top of plastic screens or around plastic screens. You know, it it, it just sees a plastic screen and it stops. Um, you know, have you encountered anything with this virus? Have you seen? Do you have you actually seen this virus, Sam? And you're floating around midair, or you know, I'm not sure whether my dog, which is called Rufus, which isn't actually a dog, by the way, it's in my head. But discussions about that at a later time. I do believe that it can smell the virus. It starts barking and it starts saying, "Deadly virus, deadly virus," and so there is always that. However, Rupert sadly passed away last week after he jumped out the window. So, uh, R.I.P. Rufus. Rufus too is here now. However, um, how has the deadly virus been impacting you over there in that other plant? I mean, over there in um, near Harrogate, Cab. How how was this? How was the um, the, the restrictions, which we're, we're quite confused about, aren't we? Now we're allowed to visit each other because we are in a bubble and i think we're in another bubble as well but yeah how has it been impacting you and your family 
Well, it's it's caused you know many many difficulties really. Um, you know, I mean, my chickens. I, I wasn't sure. You know, I I have chickens as you well know, and you know they they live in a different house, and I'm I'm, I'm not sure. You know, it's a chicken house, obviously, or you know, and I'm not sure if I can actually go in there. Are the chickens socially distancing? Well, this is no. Well, this is the issue. I, I mean, they live. You know, um, well, they live on a roost, and you know, I. I did put, you know, markers out, um, but they've just totally ignored these markers, and you know, and yeah, it's. Are they like conspiracy theorists, chickens then? Well, well, I suppose you could say that they are. Yeah, yeah, they have a little chuckle about it now and again. Um, Is it a chuckle or a cluck? Well, yeah, well, a bit, of, yeah, a bit of clucking going on. Yeah, they get really excited actually, and uh, yeah, well, you know, um, what. Yeah, they're cracking a few jokes, but, um, you know... Do the chickens understand that it's a deadly virus? Well, obviously, as you know, bird flu and everything, there's lots of viruses. I suppose they know all about viruses. You know, they're seeing avian flu. I mean, apparently we have avian flu over here now. I mean, I'm getting a, um, an email almost every day about the... Um, yeah, it's in the north of England, is the avian flu. Um, um, so yeah, so they've they've some they've come some concerns themselves, you know, not just our deadly virus, but their own deadly virus. Where has the flu gone this year, by the way? Well, it's probably gone as the same way as you know people dying of you know all these other ailments and people taking their own lives. I think what they've done, I think they've they've everything is COVID. I, I there was um well I believe there was a chap who fell off a pair of ladders. Um, um, if well, about, he fell about a hundred foot, and, and and obviously landed on the concrete, and you know he was dead. But they were they were testing for COVID um, as well, just to just to make sure, um, because if it, if it have died, you know he actually died when he fell off the ladders, you know when he hit the ground. But obviously we're testing for COVID, and um, there's uh, uh, and yeah, so they were just, yeah, so they're testing for COVID really, um, so. Yeah, if I think they'll probably put his death down to COVID, as they've done with with many. Um, Did you hear the story about the pink bus that um, ran over the person, and that was put down? That was put on the death certificate as well for COVID. Yeah, I, I heard about that pink bus. I think it was um, a, a number thirty six. I think. Um, yeah, so it travels up and down, um, you know, um, north of, north of Yorkshire, um, um, and yeah, it was that was quite sad actually. Um, because luckily the the flying pig um, just missed the bus as well as it was um, as it ran over. If it was near Nairsville, was there not a few uh, flamingos as well? Pretty flamingos, yeah. There's pretty flamingos. Yeah, do you, do you remember that song actually? Pretty flamingos. No, I'm sorry, I'm not that old. <laughs> well, well, you could have fooled me. But was the deadly virus around then, though? Deadly virus. <laughs> we, we we need to absolutely take this 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 you know absolutely, and we do take it absolutely serious, don't we? Yeah, we but, do. Yeah. But However, however, like um, you don't wear a face mask, do you? No. And, and and remember, you you don't have to uh, tell people why you don't wear a face mask. I don't wear a face mask, and I don't wear a face mask because I have a medical exemption, and I don't. And I'm not required to give the reason why I don't wear a face mask. Um, sometimes I think, well, 
um, after eight, nine months of the deadly virus, to which I don't believe I've had the deadly virus yet, but I've had the flu and a cold about two, three times already. I, I wonder if I did wear one of these masks, you know, would that stop the deadly virus? And yet I appear to be absolutely fine, so maybe I'm not required to wear this face mask. However, I do keep finding a number of them in the street, which is rather helpful, isn't it? Finding dirty face masks in the street now. Well, actually, I was at um, I was at the hospital last week, and um, you know, on my way into hospital, and and actually coming out and walking up the street, there was oh, I must have spotted you know twenty to thirty masks just strewn across the you know the footpath on the verges uh, and everywhere else. So you know, surely that's enough to be spreading this deadly virus. Deadly virus. Everywhere. Um, so, yeah, it's it, things just don't add up to me. And I, I believe if, if things don't add up... It's like seeing something, isn't it? It's like seeing something which which we often say is too good to be true. Like a pink bus. Well, yeah, a pink bus that knocks people over. And, yeah, but we see something that's too good to be true and you've, you become a bit wary of it, don't you? That's that's the way it should be. And And the thing is, I've got... Well, I've got my doubts about this deadly virus. Um, deadly virus. Um, because, well, I, I've, I don't know anybody that's actually um, died from it. I, I appreciate that there's people died of, of, of some sort of uh, virus. and I don't know anybody that's died from the deadly virus either. However, I do now know of a number of people who have taken their own life. Yeah, and which is very, 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 very sad. I mean, we hear so so much. You know, people are suffering with you know with their mental health uh, because of lockdown. Um, there's people that aren't getting treatment at the hospitals that are required. And is that the overflowing hospitals, some of which we have been to, and they have not been overflowing? Yeah, those will be the one. I've been to two. I've been to two hospitals during lockdown, and I can I can factually tell you that they are not overflowing. Uh, quite the contrary. I'm sure there's going to be many more discussions as this um, continues. But by the way, uh, I'd just like to say um, that any person that has actually died through COVID or families or this or another kind of thing, my condolences are with you as my condolences are with the other people who haven't got the treatment that they've required and the other people that have struggled and continue to struggle uh, for me it's not about not believing that there is a virus it's about the way that the government are dealing with it the misinformation that's being put out there the fact that people who choose to open their eyes to it and do not see it choose to see that we are conspiracy theorists I can say I have not a conspiracy theorist and that um, it's more about my eyes being opened however it's been uh, an interesting first podcast that talked about discussions of going around a muddy park with Cav in his slippers and has ended up discussing <laughs> the thing that nobody's really discussing at the moment, which is the old COVID deadly virus. Deadly virus. And so from me, Simon, it's been an entertaining first one. And like we said at the beginning, these things and these conversations can and will end up in all sorts of different places. So thank you very much, Cav, for this week, for your comments and thoughts. Yeah, and thank you to you, Simon. And um, I'd just like to say to you all out there, stay safe. And uh, we'll be back very soon. It's a, a goodbye from me, Cav. And don't forget, hands, face and space. Yes.
Don't forget everybody. Anyway, until next time, goodbye. Thank you.